I'm Mike Van Dusen, smiling big, laughing alongside my favorite buddy. Abraham Martinez. And this episode, Abe will be partying, and we'll be featuring and highlighting Band No Kona. Yeah, um, we're highlighting a couple of their songs. My favorite song, um, been playing it on repeat for a while now, Stabby Mike. Uh, on top of that, too, we're going to be talking about our four favorite albums with basically doesn't have a no-skip button for us. Um, it was inspired by that Bill Clinton uh, meme that's been floating around social media where he's holding four albums, but I'm pretty sure he won't get into any of the albums that we like because I think our music taste might be a little bit better than his. Yeah, Slick Willie doesn't know what's going on, and we'll probably say some things that you may or may not agree with all on this episode of MVD Jams. Let's get right into it, though. The bands that's brought us all here today... No Kona. Yeah. We're going to start off with their first song, Ah Lovely. That's Ah with two H's. Uh, and then we're going to get to, we have two more other songs, which we're blessed and fortunate to have. Uh, check these guys out at No Kona Music on social media. You can go uh, on their website, noconamusic.com. You know, they say they're Los Angeles based. We did an insane amount of research. That's what happens when you're in the first month. Hopefully last month you're <laughs> sheltered in place. Uh, but, you know, I've read that some of the members lived in New York. One's from Texas. Then they're kind of all in California now. Did a little bit too much research. Yeah, we got way too much into it. There gets a point where you're in Instagram and it's almost comes off as stalking a little bit. But for the most part, I feel like it's I stalkish. know them now. Yeah, a little bit. As long as you don't know their cat's birthday or anything. <laughs> do you know their cat's birthday? I totally do. Adrian Cohen ism as i hope i'm saying their last name right no, you uh, butchered it i'm sorry i'm sorry don't. guys we're gonna apologize uh her cat merlin's third birthday april 16th happy birthday happy birthday merlin Early birthday what do you if you were to listen to this band for the first time ever in the history of your life abraham martinez and you could tell somebody one fact before you listen to said song what fact would that be and why they got really cool swagger uh, if you go through their Instagram and you check out some of their outfits, I'm actually kind of hoping that maybe we can get to them and be like, hey, where'd you pick up those jackets that you guys posted up on October? Because honestly, those were some pretty dope jackets. They're dope. Yeah. They, it's a, I'll get into this later. I'm not going to, I've been saying this is a joke too much. You know, it's, mm-hmm. oh, it's a vibe. <laughs> I've been saying that a lot. Oh, dude, you've been living in LA I've for too long. No, dude, too it's long. a vibe. Yeah. But those, that whole get up is dope. Because yeah. once you see that, you're like, oh, I think I kind of know what kind of music you're about to play. Yeah. It's kind of similar to it, but still, it's great. If I had to let them know anything, I don't know what, even what I'd tell them. I'd let them know that the, uh, you know, the leads, Chris and Adrian, they're both married. That's To cool, each man. other. Not separately. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have Chris on the vocals and lead guitar, Adrian on the bass and vocals, Justin on drums. We have Elon Glasser on harmonica, Dan on pedal steel guitar, and Xander on the fiddle. Uh, a lot more facts coming up about these guys. Uh, I believe Chris is a sixth-generation Texan. He's lived in New York, lives in California. Uh, so they got a lot of vibes going on here. Yeah, you know your band's going to be really good when you have a fiddle player. So right now we have No Kono coming up with uh, I Love You. I Love you, yeah. I Love You. There's no L-Y in there. No, there's not. I Love You. All right, here we go. Listen in. Death of a clown 
California now. They're yeah. all they're all California though. I think they have their compound in Venice somewhere. Somewhere in there. Yeah, they I think that's where they shot. I don't think I know cuz I watched the darn video <laughs> multiple times. They yeah. shot Stabby Mike, I believe in Venice or that's just where they mastered yeah. the song. I think so too. Um but yeah, man. So love the song. Um can't wait to play Stabby Mike, but before we get into that, I kind of want to go a little bit over the band itself. I mean, most of the time we do this research so we can get to know the band cuz not only is it because we love the music, we want to get to know, them, right? Do you feel weird about that because I we do this. We research the band a lot. And then you go see them at a show. And like you see him, and it's like I fucking know this person. <laughs> yeah, I man. fucking know this guy. Exactly. But they've never met us before, bro. Yeah. Well, before then, it was just you know your artist based off their music. But now with social media and everything that we have, you get to know them a little bit more. And I feel like that kind of gives you a backdrop of their music, where they're coming from. Um, but yeah, no. So I've done some research with it, Nocona. So I'm 
pretty interesting sure, name. Interesting name, right? And I feel like the reason that they ended up picking up that name is because it's one who wanders. That's the the name behind it, or at least that's a meaning behind it. That or travelers. Um, on top of that, just a segue here. Um, there's an actually cowboy boot brand called Nocona. I feel like there might have been a, a tie in there. Hopefully there's a sponsorship for them just because they do wear cowboy boots and they're nice cowboy boots too. They are. Because you have to type in Nocona music. Yeah, because yeah, now you're going to get to the boots. Well, either or, you're not making a bad choice if you're into cowboy to boots. To add to that fact, yeah. Nocona is an old Tejas word. It's the area in Texas where Chris's mother family originally lived. I said that weird. Yeah. Nocona is the area in Texas where my mom's <laughs> family originally lived, Chris explains. It comes from the Comanche word for wanderers or travelers. I'm just more interested in the way you said Tejas. Tejas, how do you say it? Tejas. Tejas. Well, I apologize, everybody. But yeah, Nocona's roots are in Texas. Songwriter and lead guitar, Chris. His family are sixth-generation Texans. But the band's sun and stars rise over California. That's an interesting way to put that. Yeah. But yeah... I'm from Texas, but now when I wake up and I go to sleep, I see a California sky. (laughs) You know what, though, man? I feel like if you make it out to L.A., it gets to a point where you just say, hey, I'm from L.A. Yeah. Yeah. I go. No. Yeah, you're from L.A. now. That's how I feel. It's Even the people that move out of L.A. be like, hey, I was originally from L.A., but I live in Texas now because it's so much cheaper. Texas. One of the few few states that are opening early. Yeah. That we won't even really get into that, but it's... It's wild. And like I said, Merlin, yeah, Adrian's cat, happy belated third birthday, April 16th. We have a present for you, Merlin. We do. Uh, that's funny that he brings that up. We do. We have a very awesome present for you, Merlin. Uh, and we'd like to send it to you. Because so <laughs> we we're all family now, yeah. We'll you know, logistically figure that out. I don't know if it'll be at the next show that they play or not. Speaking of which, it's just crazy. When we're getting to the quarantine talk and we're looking through... We're stalking these people. Mm. Let's call it what it is, dude. Well, that's the only thing to do. In We're stalking. Yeah, them. you got you to make sure you know people. Because I want to give them the best episode ever. So it's like, all right, let me, let me stalk these guys. And it's crazy to think, man, the last... Because it seems like they played shows a lot regularly. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe more smaller, like Santa, Santa Monica clubs, local to their area. They're not going on, like, proper tours every weekend, which is hard no, to do. No, they it's got expensive. a lot of little shows going on, but they do a lot of them. Though. Right, yeah. but... This is what's nuts, dude. The last time that they played live was February 9th, 2020 at Harvel's Nightclub in Santa Monica. It feels like such February a February 9th, dude. It's been a while. But you know what? Around that time, I feel like this because they had their album coming out, Los Dos, which doesn't have a set release date. Spring 2020. Yeah. Summer 2020. Somewhere around 2020. There. 2020. We should have already had it by now. You know what? We're waiting patiently. Well, that's the thing. I mean... Like you said earlier, before mm-hmm. we even got on there, uh, they probably might have had it ready. Yeah. But that album's to propel a uh, tour. And if you can't go tour, then why are you going to put the album out early? Yeah. And like, the, who knows what goes in. You see how long it takes us to do a podcast episode. Yeah. So imagine orchestrating a full album. That's nuts. Not only that, I mean, like, would you really want to drop an album and not being able to celebrate it at the same time? It's a celebration of your work. So if you just drop it and it's kind of like we can't do anything with it, I'm not saying that they're not proud of it or anything like that. Well, it's it's, just, it might be because they're so proud of yeah, it that, that we they, just don't want to, like... Yeah, yeah, just drop it off nowhere and be like, all right, guys, here, listen to it. And they might want to go on 
to go ahead and do some shows, you know. Um, but they've done some shows in the past. They've hit some major music festivals out there. You know, one of my biggest gripes sometimes when we do this. When Give we, it to me. Oh, nah, man, um, I'm going to get into it. But one of my biggest things that I hate that I do is sometimes when we discover new music, new bands, um, you look back at their track record of where they perform. Oh, dude. And then you find out I was there that day. It fucking kills you. It does. It kills you so much, especially when you're those mornings, those like Saturdays, like, hey, who are we going to catch at 4 p.m.? I'm like, ah, there's no one there. We can just walk around the music festival grounds and it's going to be cool. And then you find out that they were there at the time that you would have been. That we were eating a fucking snow cone. Uh huh. Not doing anything. It's hard for me to go back and look at past lineups sometimes because I know what you're alluding to. They've been at Outside Lands, they've been at Bonnaroo, they've been at Stagecoach. We were probably there. And one of those, at least one of those. Not doing a fucking thing. Going like, dang, I wish there was a rad-ass band playing. And there was. Yeah. And we just didn't know. That's. And then before you know it, they're not doing anything. Not that No Kona's not doing anything because they have some stuff going on. But at the same time, if you figure it out and you're kind of like, I'm a little bit too late to the party. And they're not touring anymore. They're not doing anything. So... Part of the reason why we do this is so that way you don't have those regrets. Uh, we're doing you guys a favor. Yeah, we are doing you a favor. Another quick little tidbit about them before we get into our first segment. Uh, Chris and Adrian, they played in an illicit, illicit, illicit. Morning becomes illicit. Yeah. Uh, Roots, Roots and Folk and Punk Band in L.A. They ended their run with that band in 2012 at Bonnaroo. Yeah. And then Nocona returned to Bonnaroo in 2013. So their new band came. When's the played. last time? Yeah, when's the last time you were in Bonnaroo? Oh my god, dude! It might have been 2014, right? Yeah. So I was probably there. <laughs> Speaking of which, I was probably there, probably. hanging out in the campgrounds, going, "Oh, it's so hot, dude!" Taking a nap, taking a nap, and they're rocking out in Bonnaroo. So hopefully, to be back in Bonnaroo again, we won't get into it with Bonnaroo and Coachella pushing their dates later in the year. That's interesting to me. Yeah. That makes me a guy who, honestly, not a big Coachella fan. I 100% go for the music, uh, and the music's not, you know. It's not tailored to me anymore, but for them to be in October. Tailored to you, maybe not now, but maybe it was. It was. Yes, yeah. it was, but it's not anymore, and that's fine. Like, you know, I've been aged out, you could call it. But let me ask you this question before we move on to the next segment. Shoot. With Coachella's date being pushed back, does that add any incentive to you to go? And if it does, why? What what does that do for you? Because um, at that point, that might be the only music festival that I'm be able to go to. Um, and you kind of look at I, it that way. Yeah, so... Um, I didn't look at it that way at all. Uh, so it gets to a point where I'm just... I, I kind of need my fix now, right? You know? <laughs> so it's 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 at a point where if that's the only option that I have, you know what? And we do this so that way we can discover other bands. So maybe I'm like looking at it straightforward and I'm like, hey, maybe that's not my genre. Maybe those are not the acts that I want to see. But at the same time, doesn't mean that I can't discover someone and be super excited to go watch them. Um, we got a couple people from Coachella that I'm really excited to see on the lower tier. And maybe that's that's my reason for going. That's not bad. I, no. You know what, dude? I didn't even think about that at all. You're very, very true. Well, that's very why right. you have me here. That is it. Why? I'm your moral is, compass. You are. <laughs> More on that later. Uh, yeah, the whole reason I was thinking about going to Coachella is to go to a music festival in October is fucking rad. 
and instead of it being hot, it's going to be the exact opposite. So you're in the desert, man. I've never been to Coachella, so I can't tell you how. Okay, how I would react the, to that? The times have been. It's it's like a typical. You've been to a festival. It's yeah. like that hot, hot, long, hard days. Mm-hmm. Well, this is not that. October in California, even though it's warmer, it's still cold. Mm-hmm. For those of you that don't know, Coachella is actually Coachella Valley in California. That's the name of the city. And it's a desert town, man. So it's hot, high highs, low lows. And in that winter, that shit gets cold. <laughs> a 40-degree desert is pretty cool. So that that's novelty for me. To go to Coachella in October would be very cool. All right, so that was Ah Lovey by Nocona, NoconaMusic.com, at Nocona Music on social media. They are Los Angeles-based now. You could call them country punk act. Just don't call them late for dinner. Uh, <laughs> we got another song coming up for them very shortly. But now let's get to it. Let's Our it. four-album no-skip list. You might have seen this. I feel like I want to space this out a little bit because I know you sing it out a little bit. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. Give I, it to me. All right. So you have your four albums right Got now. You my have four. Them set. You've you've deliberated. You cross reference. You've created a bracket where they basically eliminate one another. I don't know what your process is, but for the most part, um, I do want to hear all four of them. But at the same time, it's one of those kind of like shows where you binge and you're kind of like, I wish I didn't binge it all the way, so I have something to look forward to next week. So I kind of want to space them out. Maybe just hit me with one today. You know what? I like that a lot. Yeah. Okay, so the next four episodes, we'll give you one of our four no-skips, and we'll repeat them back. So I'll give you one today. All right, but let's see first. How'd you get to that point, though? Okay, how did I get uh, to yeah, this what's point? Yeah, what's is, the thought you process? You need to have this. Okay, so welcome you into Mike Van Dusen and Abraham Martinez's MVD Jams for no album skip list. So, rules. An album that you can listen to, start to finish without e- without even thinking the thought doesn't even come into your head oh let me skip this song let me get to the next song alright I don't like this part in this song let me get to the next one now once again we're clarifying this isn't four albums be stranded on a desert island with that's a different mind frame yeah that's okay? a different game yeah and once again you asked me this question now April 29th 2020 and you asked me it again October, these are going to be different. Mm-hmm. I'm in a, I'm in a, you're in a vibe right now, okay? Which is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard when somebody says, oh, this is a vibe. That's the third time you said it today. I'm running with it. Yeah. I've been, I've been really making fun of it a lot lately, and now it's like stuck in my head, and Abraham's trying to see. All right, so I'm going to hit you with one that this might be on my list forever and ever and ever and ever uh, from a small little band. I don't know. I'm, this might be very Ben Affleck to me, but I don't <laughs> care. All right, so the album, it's Arcade Fire, and it's The Suburbs, man. This is uh, one of my favorite songs, Sprawl, number two, Mountains Beyond Mountains. Dude. Okay, I kind of... Arcade Fire <laughs> is amazing. And now here's a little here's a little tidbit about this, this album. Yeah. Did you know they won the Grammy for this album? I actually didn't know. Album of the Year. It might have been... Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Album of the Year, okay? Is the song is playing Grammy in the, that you gave them? Yes, I made it up. Uh. They went up against Eminem that year. And I believe, what was it? It, was, it wasn't the Eminem show, it was Recovery. What was his big album after that? The Eminem show? Was it LP Marshall Matters, like, 2 or something like that? No. Uh. Let me check. I'm going to check this for you. Anyway, they got nominated with uh, Eminem for Album of the Year. 
And Man, if it was recovery, recovery. It was recovery. And they beat Eminem's recovery. And people were like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, you didn't listen to both these albums. Even cooler fact is that, you know, when this happened, they both headlined Bonnaroo that year. When was that? I was, yeah. I was 2012, I think. Yeah, so. that's when he was doing the music festival circuit. And it was incredible, man. I, I loved it. My, you know, this whole album's great to me. This song I'm about to play, it's the title track. This right here, The Suburbs, that was the ringtone on my phone for years and years and years. And I even posted something on MVD Jams because I saw Arcade Fire, you know, when they hit San Diego and L.A. Mm-hmm. And I put something about this song. When this song comes on, it makes me feel something in my stomach that just... In the suburbs, I, I learned to drive. Man, I tell you what, it makes me feel fuzzy in my tummy. And so that Arcade Fire, The Suburbs, 100% on MVD Jams, no skip album list. Uh, and that's all I got to say about that. We'll come back. We'll have one from Abraham Martinez. Yeah. And then we'll go on to the rest of the episode. Because I know you love us, but you can only care so much about us. No, right? but let's get into Stabby Mike, though, man. Stabby that, Mike, that's why Abraham, that's why, that's what puts the butts in the seats. Abraham, take the lead for us on this. No, man. So Stabby Mike's one of my favorite songs. Actually, it is my favorite songs from Nakona. It's on the playlist. It's basically something that I constantly listen to. It's getting to the point where I'm listening too much that I'm hoping that I don't get tired of it. But for the most part, I'm still good. I'm still writing 100% on it. It's such a great song. We do a bunch of these episodes. We listen to all these songs. And... You know, on Spotify, because that's where I listen to a lot of these artists at, you know, you'll get, I have a playlist that's like, oh, on repeat. Yeah. And I'll listen to it. And then the songs I'm listening to on this, I'm like, damn, dude, these songs are amazing. How is this <laughs> band not bigger than what they are? Hey, man, let me get into something, though. Do you ever get to a point where you're listening to a song and it's playing like it's maybe halfway done and you feel like you're not appreciating it as much that you end up just repeating it back just to start from the beginning. So that way you'd be like, I need to listen to this song and pay attention to it because it's a good one. Because this has been happening to me lately, especially with this specific song. Because some of these songs, I play them in my workout rotation, right? So I'm working out and sometimes my mind starts to wander when I'm like running. And I'm like, dude, I didn't even like pay attention to it. Let me go back real quick. And I know you like to like sneak in a little bit on my Spotify because you can check out what I'm listening to creeper it's a little invasion of privacy but he texted me the other night mike texted me the other night saying like hey you're playing that song on repeat now i want to listen to it again and the reason i told him was because i wasn't paying attention to it as much as i should have so i kept just going back and back and back and apparently mike was listening the whole time which is kind of weird 100 percent. yeah i do that but when you say you do it when you're working out that's crazy to me because mm-hmm. i won't <clears throat> I guess I have, but I don't do it as much. I don't appreciate the song a lot when I'm in my car driving because I let my emotions get a hold of me and I start not enjoying the ride. And I'm like, you just missed a minute 30 of this amazing song. So like you need to stop getting ahead of yourself. And like that's really my zen moment. It's like, oh, okay, I need to calm down. I'll take a couple deep breaths. I'll restart the song over. And then I zone into the song. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, you weren't appreciating it because there's different highs and lows and falls. And it's it's great. It's funny to hear you say that you're doing it to this song while you're working out though. Cause I feel like when you're, when you kind of forget about it, when you're working out, man, like it took, took you somewhere. Yeah. And like the song was making you think and feel things. No. So that's, I think like a, a compliment to the song, but it is, but let's get into it. All right. Abraham Martinez. I want you to introduce our next song from our new favorite band. Yeah. So we got stabby Mike by Nakona. Um, check it out. I'm pretty sure you're going to love it. Cause I love it.
our new favorite song, Stabby Mike. Pretty cool video. I don't know if you had a chance to check it out, Abraham. I did, man. I did. I oh, did it. you get to watch it? No, I got to watch it. Yeah, I watched it a couple of times. But this specific song, not that I, I wanted to say this before we played the song, but I also didn't want to put people's a certain vision of this song in it. Good um, job. Can I just say? Yeah. I appreciate that. But now I'm going to do it, though. Put it in. Yeah. Um, so the way that I envision this song or when I see this song playing, even though it's not necessarily meant for this, I feel like this song would be a perfect song for a romantic comedy where the guy just gets broken up with. He's getting his life back together. And there's a montage of him just like cutting his hair going to the grocery store and they play this song in the background just because it has that feel to it at least that's what i see when i hear the song sometimes i'm like hey this would have been a perfect one for that soundtrack for that movie i can dig that yeah. when you're saying that what it, the song popped into the montage of i love you man when they kind of break up yeah, yeah that's doing their it. own thing and yeah and they're just watching tv they're watching chocolate <laughs> oh Peter! Oh Peter! So I want to I want to say this, but you did all the research on this, which I don't know how much it was. But will you tell them the story about what Stabby Mike really is? Ah, uh, you know what? Um, pretty straightforward. Um, they wrote this song, um, to describe this degenerate of a guy who stabs anybody in the back. That's why I feel like it doesn't fit it. But I hear that song in that movie. Um, but the message behind it is basically aimed kind of at our political, which we won't get into, um, because that's not what we want to do. But it's someone that just takes the opportunity to stab into the back when they get the chance and um i'm hoping nobody has those people around them um i know you're mike you're not a stabby mike you're just mike van dusen i'm just a huggy mike you're a huggy mike and we had one but yeah that's that's what the song's about um check out the video check out the song it's on spotify it's climbing their ranks on their top most played songs for them um and i think it, it's gonna be a hit and i think it's something that i can listen to on the radio mainstream radio which is not really we only say that as like that's a compliment. Yeah. That like you know I feel like it's a good sound that a lot of people would dig because when I think of mainstream shit, I, normally it's not a compliment coming from me. Mm -hmm. But this is a song that I feel like a lot of people could really appreciate. Go check them out. Noconamusic.com at Noconamusic on social media. Go on their YouTube because not only do they have this awesome Stabby Mike video, which once again I hate judging books by its cover, but when you go watch some music videos of bands and you see it. Like I saw Stabby Mike's immediately. You're like, oh, this band is professional. <laughs> Not only that, man, but I feel like there was a point in in our generation where that's when you first listen to the music is when you watched the, their music video behind it. So that was your first time hearing that song right. attached to the music video. And there's a different aspect of what you get because you see the story. You can hear the lyrics matched to whatever message that they're trying to push. And if it's something that you like, then you're going to dig it even further. That it could go either way, though. Oh, That's yeah, a slippery yeah, slope. Because slippery slope, yeah. I've watched some music videos of a song that after I've got the music video out of my head, I'm like, oh, I like the song. I fucking hated the video is <laughs> really what it was yeah. it was a good song didn't like the video and it kind of screwed so me up buy or beware but in this specific situation I think you're in safe hands I think you're in safe hands so go on noconamusic.com at noconamusic uh, we don't have any shows coming up in the not too distant future I wonder why because nobody's doing any shows anywhere but if you want to get the feel they'd have a really good jam in the van mm -hmm. session and that really I feel like shows uh, if the band's good live or not because I mean they're literally it's what it sounds like they're jamming they're in a van they're playing so that was No Kona and that was Stabby Mike uh, the new album Los Dos uh, coming sometime in 2020 putting the finishing touches on it now now let's get to it we have 
Abraham's first. This is in no particular order, though. Top uh, pick of the week. Top pick of the week. No, you uh, know what? This is no skip album. No skip album. All right, so I kind of want to give you my thought process. And I'm looking over. I'm trying to No, trying you to can't. See Honestly, you're just picking a view into it, which is cheating, but I'm not going to let you do that. So um, my thought process behind this is not just necessarily. Abraham, where, where were your thoughts at behind picking this up? Oh, thanks for actually uh, asking me that, but I'll tell you. Um, so there was a couple of different ways that I wanted to take this and it wasn't just like, Hey, what are Abraham's favorite albums or which ones would he listen to? Cause not necessarily means that won't necessarily mean that you'll like them or anybody else would like them. Um, but they do have to mean something to you too. Cause then I could have gone down the simple, uh, route and just say hey all the beatles albums are the best or rolling stones or anything like that i like that you're clarifying this Mm -hmm. because like i try to say too this isn't we're stranded on a desert island with four albums that we want for the rest of our lives this is right now at this moment in time four albums that you won't even think about skipping through on top of that i also want to have an album where anybody can get into them so if say someone that listens to rap r&b soul country can be like hey this is a really good album not be like what kind of music are you listening to right so um that i took into account i actually thought this through a lot um and the first one that i kind of want to choose i want to give it a little backdrop on it is um it was an album that basically helped me then venture out into different genres because at the time i was a kid how old were you when you first heard this album i want to say i was 12 12, 12 damn 12, 12, that's 12. young it is you know and at that point you know um you are a product of of your environment. So I was listening to whatever my sisters were listening to. I was listening to whatever my mom, when she picked me up in school, was playing on the radio. So this specific album then made me feel like, hey, there's other music out there. And you know what? It might be a safe bet, but I felt like this can actually strike an emotion with a lot of people that listen to it. Um, but without further ado, um, it's going to be Linkin Park Meteor. Oh, man. Yeah. Play me a little something. <laughs> yeah, let me hit you it's with the first a, part. It's been a while since I've listened to it. No, Linkin and Park. it's been a while for me, too. But Rest when in I, peace, Chester Bennington. Yes. You the know world what? misses you, man. I know. Dude, I went on their website. Um, I bought some stuff. This is besides the point. Just, you know, I'm hoping that it goes to the right people because a lot of bands right now are putting up stuff so that way they can help their production team or their camp or whatever it is. But we do miss you, man. And this is the things that, like, when I started listening to, I started regretting, like, I should have appreciated this way more. Did you ever get a chance to see them? I didn't, man. And this uh, is, yeah. so that's where it's going. Okay. Yeah, that's where it's going. But I'm going to start off. And as soon as you start hearing the song, it's going to bring back memories. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's the name of the song for those of them that don't know? It's Faint. All right. So this is my favorite song from this specific album. I still listen to it. This is now in the workout playlist just because it gets me going. Yeah. And you know, this is where you're kind of like, all right, man, I got to give it 110%. I can dig that. Now, Faint, do you know what album that was from them? Meteor. That was their first album. Oh, no, no. That was their second album. Yeah, yeah. So I want to get into that, too, because um, another song I kind of want to play in real quick. Well, actually, let me start to talk about this specific album, because there is a lot of, like, their fandom, Linkin Park's fandom is huge, right? And they mean a lot to a lot of different people, and they meant a lot to me when I was younger. Um, But there is those, like, Linkin Park purists that swear that Hybrid Theory was way better than Meteora. And I'm here not necessarily to say that that's wrong, but I want to say why I think this album is better than Hybrid Theory. Trying to give the argument on the other side. Um, There's this Linkin Park, uh, there's this Lupe Fiasco um, lyric. He says, uh, Meteora was nice, but I bought Hybrid Theory twice. 
Um, which is a really, really yeah yeah so he says it in one of his songs and I always like that lyric um, because he basically acknowledged something that wasn't in his lane at the time which was basically an alternative rap rock band um, but yeah he said that and it made me think about hybrid theory and about what it meant to people and what it meant to the band now in terms of that album specifically I think the reason why hybrid theory is sometimes ranked above Meteora is because that at their purest form is Linkin Park it's the DJing it's the mixing it's Chester it's uh, Mike Shinoda it's his rap style so that's their identity and I feel like when they pushed the Meteora maybe many people probably thought that it was a mainstream thing that it was them basically either getting commercialized, but I don't think that was a fact. Um, I think that if you start listening to Meteora now, if say you started with a brand new fan and you hear like, hey, here's Meteora and here's Hyper Theory, which one do you like better? I feel more people will gravitate towards Meteora because of the f- songs that they have on there. They had uh, Numb, Faint, um, Breaking the Habit, and I can, that's just like some of the songs. You know, you start from start to finish, you're gonna love that album. But that's my pick. That's my number one thing. At the same time, uh, uh, as their albums progress, um, you know, I kind of it, it was kind of love hate relationship. Not necessarily saying that they weren't good, but I f- keep going back to this one, and I feel like if you go back to this one right now, you're gonna figure out like, hey man, this was a great album. Can't argue with any of that. Hybrid Theory is incredible. I. It's been 20 years since that album came out. Yeah. And even then, like, I think it, it goes back to, like, at the purest forms, that was Linkin Park. And I want to make another kind of comparison. Um, and play, I told, play me another song you got from them. You got yeah. anything from them? No, I got you. Play a little something in the background. A couple seconds. This is off of Meteora 2. Yeah. As in Meteora as well. This is numb. And these music videos that were coming out with these songs also awesome was also really artistic. Mike Shinoda had a gift in in his art, not along with everything else that he did, but they would put a mix with their art in their music video and the song itself. And I don't know if you remember this specific music video, man, but it's super awesome. Like the, the animation to it is amazing. Yeah, they really incorporated everybody into the band. That's why it was a band. I feel like that's why it's so far-reaching. So, Abraham Martinez. That's my that's my pick. That's, that's my his first. That's pick. my first pick for this week. And that is going to be Meteora, not Hybrid Theory. Meteora. So, if you're to give uh, and you want to get them into Lincoln Park, yeah, you're giving a Meteora. I'm over giving them that. Theory. And even then, like to me, it's also transition goes back to what I started listening to because I was just listening to rap. R&B and whatever was playing at the time um, but I started listening to Linkin Park and it was an easy transition because now I can listen to rock and that ventured off to other bands and other musicians and other sounds and I want to make the comparison what what 21 Pilots is to this year's generation is what Linkin Park was to mine. Hard to argue with the facts uh, Abraham Martinez, his album that he went skip is Meora by Linkin Park. Uh, the biggest thing i want to credit to them is it's like the floodgates it's like a bridge mm-hmm. you were listening to uh, you know mainstream i have mainstream music or whatever yeah, i know you're no, listening you the to the radio. radio yeah that's okay? what i'm listening you're to. you're listening to the radio and there's nothing bad about the radio but you're getting a generic sound that a, a wide variety of people will enjoy now there's you get your song on the radio that's an accomplishment because that's saying that oh you're this sound a lot of people are going to enjoy it at the time lincoln park was all over the radio mm-hmm. so you only got to hear 
some of their singles. Yeah. But because their singles were so good, you got into the band, and you got into the band so much that it got you into a sound that got you to where you are now. So we could say without that album, you wouldn't be listening to who you listen to now. Yeah. And that's why it's such a big thing. All right, Abraham Martinez, Meteora is no skip list of albums. Get uh, back to it. Trust me. If you haven't listened to it in a while, if you start playing it, you're just going to go from one song to the next without touching that skip button. It's funny that you even say that because, you know, even though you just said it, I want to go back to Hybrid Theory now. Uh. So I'm like, oh my gosh, it's almost like you have to listen to Hybrid Theory no, and I'm to not- get into And I know, yeah. I know you're not saying, oh, fuck Hybrid Theory. You're just saying for you like oh man this i really like that because you could almost say they're hitting their stride now because they hit the success and now it's like okay they're they're pushing their sound and that's what meteor is so i'm down with that let's get into our last song we'll wrap the episode up here i know you love listening to us talk uh but we got one song left from nokona what song are we going with brimstone brimstone uh great video for this one too fire and brimstone is actually some of the lyrics inside of it as abraham pulls it up for us getting it ready you can hear the clicks in the background a couple more facts about Nokona. They've actually had songs featured on television shows such as Bones and Criminal Minds. Their second full-length album Long Gone Song came out October 2nd, 2015. We're waiting for their third uh, Los Dos. Anytime now, 2020. Here's another fact. Adrian and Chris, they're married. What's her last names? Because I know a lot of Chris. You're killing me. <laughs> That's Ism. Ism. It's I S O M. We and went. We, we scoured your social media to try to figure out because we wanted to do it justice. We with, stalked the shit out of you. Yeah. Guys. We went on your Facebooks. Yep. Went on our your Instagrams. We went back to the point where if I would have liked one of those posts, it would have looked really weird. Creepy. It was, yeah. Would have been years. Back. And then I even dude, I typed in so many, and I even went and saw like uh, you know what bands that Chris used to play for, and I tried to look up those, and I couldn't find it. I think it was the. Mooney Suzuki was one of them. I'm looking at Chris's Facebook page right now. He's doing something similar to what we're doing right now. Yeah. He's going to think you guys definitely did stalk me because <laughs> he's doing uh, like a 10-day thing about, like I think, his 10 favorite albums or maybe bands. I don't know. It's creepy looking at them and talking about them. And We've never met these people before. No, but we know them. We know them. We know them really well. Uh, so, yeah, all that's interesting. Uh, Lost Dose coming out anytime. Uh, apologize about the... The last name pronunciation, you took me off topic. But Chris actually gave Adrian her first guitar, gave her a Gibson. Maybe it wasn't her first guitar. It just says gave her a Gibson. Uh, so that was it. Yeah, what else do you want to say to everybody? It was a no, great no, episode. Def- Glad to have you. Who? Okay, one last thing. Yeah. I've said that four times now. That's fine if you're still listening. God bless your soul. Thank you. If you go, if you're still listening now, go on to any one of our pictures on Instagram and just hashtag zebra. And uh, <laughs> you're probably not going to get anything, but we'll just know who listens. So go check this band out, nokonamusic.com, Facebook, Instagram, at nokonamusic. If you're going on the YouTube machine, Nokona Band. Uh, we like to end this who we think they'd be a great opener for or an ideal tour i think they'd be a great opener for the avid brothers if anybody's ever listened to the avid brothers they put on a hell of a show oh man can they make some noise especially the way that they perform if you ever get a chance definitely check them out but i think that they would be a great opening act i think they get the crowd started really well into that vibe yeah into into that that vein of music so you'd be know what you're about to get and abraham gives me shit about this all the time i try to fit this guy in wherever i can yeah dude because they can basically he will go for it first Jack White. Yeah. I mean, they could open up for the Rack on Tours or Jack White. Uh, but, like, yeah, he, anybody can play with him. He's no, amazing. man, you would hit him with anything. You can be like, hey, who uh, should open up for Usher or who vice versa? And you'd be like, oh, yeah, Jack, Jack White. White. Yeah. Of course. 
Anytime. Backstreet Boys, Jack White. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I uh, appreciate it. MVD Jams. The time's 3.33 right now. That's good luck. Whenever I see the clock and all three numbers match, it's good. Or if it's 12, 12, 11, 11, 10, 10, whatever it is. Thank you so very much for Adrian at Mule Kick Productions and the same Adrian who's the bassist and vocalist in Nocona for rapid responses, even though we're all quarantined out. It's cool. I appreciate it so much. Uh, thanks for listening. Noconamusic.com at Noconamusic or go on the YouTube machine, Nocona Bands. Mike Van Dusen, Abraham Martinez. So glad to have you. I'm going to let Abraham take you out with Nocona Brimstone. You got anything else you want to say to That's him? all. Have a nice day. Um, stay safe out there, and hopefully we get to hang out pretty soon. Yeah, and if you like what you hear, mvdjams.com. Uh, you can go on our Instagram, Twitter, whatever. We're on all of it because we're stalkers. We have nothing to do while we're quarantined. Let us know who makes your life better, and we would love to feature them. That's what the podcast is all about. It's about finding your next favorite band. That's why we do this. And if we're wrong about our albums, too, that we chose today, I would love to hear it. I love that criticism of like, hey, no, you're wrong. Maybe hybrid theory was better. Maybe you can change my mind too. So I'm out there. And we want to hear yours too. Yeah. So from Mike Van Dusen and Abraham, yeah. This is uh, MVD Jams. We're going to be playing you out. Abraham, let me know what they're listening to. All right. Brimstone by No Kona. Mm-hmm.